the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Hello, and welcome to Planted with Sarah Pion. I'm Sarah Pion, your host, and today we have a very special guest, fresh off the leg of his European tour. We have little Stephen Van Zandt of the E Street Band, legendary musician, actor, and activist, and also the host of Little Stephen's Underground Garage. Stevie, welcome. Thank you so much for joining me today. Hi, Sarah. My pleasure. Now, I want to ask you the question that I always ask all of my guests. What was your first cannabis experience? <laughs> well, it's a long time ago. Uh, <laughs> um, I, I happen to have been one of those um, who are just particularly sensitive um, uh, to it. And so um, my my first experiences um were very psychedelic, <laughs> um, you know, um, a little bit more intense, I think, than than um, than perhaps you know the average strains are today. I, I don't know, but um, this is this is the '60s we're talking about, um, and I so I, I would um, uh, you know it was enjoyable, um, but I I, I ha- I'm one of those. You know, it affects everybody differently, obviously. Yeah. Um, and, and for me, I, um, you know, I have a lot of thoughts in my head all the time. You know, and 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 for most, a lot of people, um, you know, it relaxes people, and and that's wonderful. For me, um, you know, the the hundred thoughts I had in my head uh, turned into a thousand thoughts. Oh, yeah. You know. Yeah. And, and um, so I was like. <laughs> You know, I, it was not exactly relaxing for me, um, and so I, I didn't. I didn't really uh, smoke very long. You know, I, I you know, I, I did various things. You know, from ganja to hashish. Uh, uh, you know, experiment a little bit with um, various things back then. Uh, some mushrooms and some, uh, you know, a couple of uh, LSD trips. Um, but I was pretty, pretty much very, very sensitive to it all. So it accomplished a great deal in terms of my consciousness expansion um, in a very brief time, you know, in a very short time. You know, I, you know, um, I, I just understood, you know, it started to cause me to think about things in a different way and, um, and led to um, my couple of LSD trips, which really um, sort of took it to the ex- extreme in terms of a consciousness expanding and um i talk about it in my book uh, quite a bit how how um how it caused me to um connect with the science that i had been learning in school um and and so the 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 connection between my spirituality and and science started to merge um and and i think that process was was uh sped up uh, by my experience with with uh, marijuana and 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 uh, and, uh, and a couple of the only you know I think I think I did two uh, I think maybe three trips LSD um, and 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 it was you know it, it just sort of connected me to the the um, the facts of of just everything being connected and you know the Eastern philosophy basically which you know we didn't know anything about Eastern philosophy when I was a kid you know it was it was a it was a real mystery you know. And that's why, you know, I, I, I jokingly refer to uh, 
you know, LSD as, as the hippie Google uh, back then. <laughs> I love uh, that. But, but, but I was, you know, it was, a, it was a way to sort of, you know, catch up on 5,000 years of Eastern philosophy, you know, in, in an hour. <laughs> you, know? And, uh, you got the you download. Know, <laughs> yeah, it was like that, you know. So, um, so my marijuana experience wasn't was just a little bit lighter form of my LSD experience. You know, it was very, very similar. Uh, that's how sensitive I was to uh, to uh, you know to it, um, and I and I and I found it you know quite interesting and quite enjoyable. But but I, I just didn't need it after that. You know what I mean? After that, you know, and. Uh, and I've spoken with, you know, my, I, I do I do a lot of work in, in Native America uh, through the years. You know, my, one of my, my first foundation did nothing but a Native American Indian stuff. That's what led me to the whole South Africa thing. That's what led me to to this day trying to get Leonard Peltier out of jail. Yeah. Which you know, I was in Washington, D.C. yesterday all day, still trying to do. He's been in jail 47 years. And uh, with no evidence whatsoever keeping him there, it's unbelievable. It's a horrible story. Anyway, um, uh, so I, so you know, I, I did a lot of discussions with with my Native American friends about this kind of stuff. You know, the the connection between herbs, you know, herbs and 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 spirituality, and and and, and you know, and uh, I, I learned from them also. You know, they you know they they'll 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 get they'll get high. You know. Uh, couple of times a year, you know, and they described it as, you know, you go to the mountaintop and you learn some things and you come down off the mountaintop and then you apply it to your lives, you know, right. Uh, you know, apply it to your life. I mean, that's, that's the, that's the sort of, uh, short equation of, 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 of the best use of it, uh, other than the medicinal uses, of course, which are, have been very useful for, for a lot of people. Uh, but, but the, the, um, the psychic, you know, the the the, the mental part of it um, um, is is something that um, you know. I, I think that they, what, what they what they taught me was this, you know, moderation uh, is is what makes it more effective. Um, you can't go to the mountaintop every day or every hour, <laughs> you know, like no. some people are, oh, you know, um, because, you know, you tend to stay there, you know, you tend to stay on that mountaintop and, uh, and, you know, you, you start to, you start to lose a little bit of, of the usefulness of, 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 uh, of the, of the herb and, and, and the, and the various, um, you know, the various things that we, we do to, you know the you know the the micro dosing that's going on now you know for instance yeah. you know uh it's 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 useful it's most useful in moderation and, and um and so uh you know they they, they kind of confirmed that and i and i because i said to them i said you know i learned a lot really quickly and i just don't feel the urge to do it again you know that that, that often and, and they were like well that's you know that's 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 that that's your particular you know that that's your pace that that's your you know particular thing and everybody's different, but generally speaking, you know, it's good to uh, to visit that place, learn from it, apply it to your life, and then you know, chill for a minute, you know, and, and you know, not not feel the need to go back there, you know, every hour you know, or every day, even, you know. 
Yeah, yeah. Knowing yourself is is a huge thing about this. It's like <clears throat> as a as an educator, one of the things that I always talk to people about is, you know, we have the basics on how it affects a majority of human beings. But then you need to create that safe container for experimentation to figure out what works well for you, what creates balance. And also having the conversation about, you know, even though we create our own endogenous cannabinoids, not all of us even tolerate phytocannabinoids, what we're getting in cannabis. And that's okay. Like there are lots of other ways to get natural relief or to get to that certain spot. Like when I was talking to Peter Coyote earlier this year, he was talking about, you know, cannabis has its place, but a lot of times people are overusing it and running away from something when they really just need to be grounding and centering and, and getting in their bodies. That's, uh, that's exactly the same point uh, I was making. Uh, it, 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 you know, I, I know it's hard for this generation maybe uh, to understand this, um, but we did not... Um, get high to escape. I mean, we just didn't. <laughs> we got high for enlightenment <laughs> purposes, all right? We were seeking enlightenment. You know, that, granted, it was a shortcut, and, you know, there really, <laughs> there really is no shortcut. You know, uh, you know, we know that now, you know, you know but... but um, but it was, it, you know, we were we were not. I mean, well, you know, once cocaine came in in the seventies, you know, the you know the whole thing kind of shifted more towards, uh, you know, escape and entertainment and and you know uh, whatever, you know, physical pleasure and, and you know those other things. Uh, but it was not, you know, the case with uh, with marijuana or, or, or hashish or, or, or mushrooms or LSD. I mean, that was not that was not what we were doing. We were not doing those drugs to escape. You know, we were doing them for to, you know, a shortcut to knowledge, you know, and, and awareness and, 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 and consciousness expansion. And um, and I and I have to say uh, it worked. <laughs> you know, I mean, it, it often worked. I mean, it wasn't it didn't get you all the way there, but it certainly opened up some doors, you know. The famous doors. Of <laughs> the doors <Deception>. of perception. <laughs> yeah, I love that book. <laughs> Good name for a band, too. Oh, yeah, uh, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, which, by the way, so over the pandemic, there was a, you know, my, my husband is also a musician. We were having this game when we were at home. Things would come up and we'd look at each other and we'd be like, band, album, or song. And we had a list of just the goofy things that we would say to be like, oh, that'd be a good band name. Oh, no, that's an album name, Sarah. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But important. It's an important discussion. Na na names matter. You know, names do matter. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So what got you into uh, uh, you have a you have a cannabis brand uh, and what what engaged you in that? What got you into that? Yeah, we got uh, we got into it uh, you know, really sideways. I mean, uh, I, I mean, I've always felt I've always felt drugs should be legal. You know, mm -hmm. uh, you know, I, I talk about it in, in the book. You know, drugs and sex, of course, uh, should be legal, uh, and, and uh, you know, all things should be you know legal for adults. Uh, you know, but um, um, the the COVID thing, the quarantine, you know, kind of put everybody in a in a space where. We're like, you know, geez, how can we um, 
can we can we ever avoid this again? You know, can we do what can we do to kind of help avoid this kind of thing? You know, so we're looking at our immune systems and we're like, you know, we got a pretty pathetic immune systems, but but you know, they're kind of holding up here. Uh, but maybe something that could strengthen the immune system would be a good idea. You know, and I happen to have a friend who uh, who has a spice company. You know, he makes spices, you know, sells spices uh, like, you know, ginger and kava and various things, uh, turmeric. And and, uh, and, I, and we thought, you know, why don't we turn them into products? You know, let's, let's, just, let's just do something. So we started, um, the first we started Little Stevens uh, Underground Apothecary, which was like, you know, uh, teas and coffees and, um, and lollipops and, you know. And then we, we added candles and, and, and that's happening that, that we just made a big deal with the Hard Rock Cafe is going to be in, in all the Hard Rock Cafes. Oh, that's cool. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's kind of a fun thing. And then and then we said, well, let's let, let's let's move into the um, uh, you know, let's let's move into the um, at first, uh, the, you know, the medicinal side of, of the cannabis world. Um, and um, we started uh, um, a little Stevens Underground Bazaar, which uh, <laughs> spelled the, you know, the Turkish way, uh, <laughs> although you know, <laughs> we all we spell the, the Frank Zappa way, uh, um, um, and and that and, and we and we so with our first product was a CBD um, uh, heavy uh, uh, mix, you know, mm-hmm. um, called Communion uh, for the um, more healthy, you know, the more medicinal a, a body, a, a more more a body uh, effect. Mm-hmm. than mine you know um so we started with that you know for again relating to the medicinal sort of uh, immune system idea that's kind of where it all kind of came from and then we said well let's move on let's 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 you know might as well add the other stuff so we then we uh, added uh, we added party mambo as a as a we get a little more thc in there and uh and now we open this weekend actually we we open up silvio stash which is uh um, we're going to be in Massachusetts this week, and I think uh, Maine next week, and and Rhode Island in two weeks. Um, That's exciting. Is, yeah, like three levels, three levels more of of THC, uh, um, uh, and and so yeah, we're starting to expand into different states now, and uh, you know it's fun. It's just a fun kind of thing, you know. I've never been particularly entrepreneurial, but you know, uh, why not? Let's let's give it a shot here and see what happens, you know. Uh, so so yeah, so I just you know it's just kind of based, it started off kind of connected to the medicinal side of it, the uh, you know the body side of the CBD and and um, you know so, you know they're doing wonderful things with that you know and, and and so that you know all that should be obviously legal everywhere, but it all should be legal everywhere, you know. Yeah. I mean let. And let's uh, send send that tax money to our national debt. You know, let's let's start let's start working on this debt, folks. Come on. Exactly, you know? exactly. And and as studies have proven, you know, the more that I mean, you look at Portugal, the more that we start to decriminalize things, there's less there's less stigma, but there's also less taboo, which. For, you know, people who, especially like, I mean, I, I was a precocious child. So you tell me not to do something. I'm like, ooh, why? <laughs> like, let's check this out. Let's see what's going on. But even now yeah. when we're seeing, looking at like, you know, cannabis legalization, more and more younger people I've been noticing are like, yeah, you know, my uncle does that. I'm not so interested in that. Right, right. 
Right. No, that's the thing. You know, and I, you know, I, I we were just in Amsterdam, you know, uh, which is just, you know, the, the vibe of freedom in this town. It, it's just, it's just exactly what the United States should feel like. You know, yeah. we talk about freedom, 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 you know, we, you know, we are way far from being free in this country. You know, we're about one inch away from being Iran, you know, but, but uh, that's not a, a conversation <laughs> for another day, you know, uh, you know, but you're in that town and, you know, there's sex and drugs, you know, totally free. And you talk to the local people. I said, you know, do you, do you indulge in these wonderful things? They're like, eh, not really, <laughs> you know, yeah. not, not too often. I mean, you know, so just to make your point, you know, when things are available, um, you know, the whole idea of, of, of medicine and, and you know, uh, everything related to um, wellness uh, is, you know, use it when you need it, you know, yeah. you know let's make it, make it, make it available. So when, when, you know, when you do need it, uh, it's there, you know, and that, that's all, yeah. you know. And, and, and yeah, you, you, you make you increase the education, you increase the availability at the same time. But but you know, you, you do increase the education about it. And, and people are going to experiment a little bit, you know, and see and see what's good, good for your good for yourself, you know, uh, and you know, it's as simple as that, really, it's not it's not that complicated. And, and it's just, you know, all the all, all the illegality is based on, you know, some either puritanical, religious bullshit, you know, which is, you know, why we never passed the ERA in the first place for women's rights, you know, right. uh, you know, um, or lies or, you know, frankly, people um, kind of helping out the criminal organizations, uh, you know, uh, you know, don't discount that, you know, <laughs> all this Republican, you know, you know, sort of um, holier than thou hypocrisy, you know, don't discount the fact that, you know, every time these things are illegal, guess who guess who profits from it? You Absolutely. Know, it's, crime, criminals, you know. Yeah. And it's also so. about control and power because it's, you know, I, I don't know if you saw this, but I was I was doing a deep dive the other day. And, um, you know, of course, with like the war on drugs was, you know, Nixon. But then with cannabis, that was, you know, William Randolph Hearst, the DuPonts and, of course, Anslinger. And it was about industrial competition, but also racism. But here's the thing, Stevie. I was I was looking a little bit deeper, and I was reading up about Prescott Bush. And he was in with those guys, too, because they were looking at doing a fascist overthrow of FDR at the same time. They were like, they were putting all this stuff together. And I mean, and that's not so unlike what we're seeing today, right? Oh, yeah, forget it. No, we're in, we're in... We are in uh, World War Three, or, or, or you know, as far as I'm concerned, the Civil War never ended. All right, yeah. uh, you know, people think it ended, but it did not end. You know, yeah. why, why, why do we, why do we still have uh, statues to these traitors who tried to overthrow the government? Why, why, why are half the army bases named after the traitors who tried to overthrow the government? You know, yeah. why the, you know, still Confederate flags? You know, why, why, why do we tolerate this stuff? Um, you know of these absolute, you know, traitors who tried to overthrow the government. And of course, now we have somebody who said he was going to overthrow the government on TV running around, you know, and, 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 you know, as far as I'm concerned, that's exactly why, you know, Putin invaded Ukraine. You yeah. Know? He looks at us saying, this guy went on TV, said, go down, go down the street and overthrow the government. And he did so on TV and he's playing golf. 
Yeah. Hey, what do I got to lose? We're going in, and that's and that's and not, in my mind, that's why they invaded Ukraine. You know, uh, because they're like these guys are. You know, pussy cats. Uh, you know, <laughs> uh, you know, anyway, um, so yeah, there's a whole fascist war going on right now that we're losing, frankly. I mean, you know, we lost CNN. We did. Okay. Uh, and then, and yesterday uh, we lost the PGA, which uh, it doesn't, maybe not a big deal to most people, you know, who couldn't care less about golf. But let me tell you something. It's huge. Huge, okay? Saudi Arabia, with their partner Donald Trump, just bought the PGA, okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? uh, and uh, this is like really, really terrible. And you got to wonder how Tiger Woods feels having turned down $800 million <laughs> to join the Saudi Arabian uh, Golf Association, you know, called Live. You know, he turned them down. Rory McIlroy turned them down for $400 million. And now Jay McInerney, the, the, you know, the PGA guy, took the money. Okay? And, and you know. And, uh, and now Saudi Arabia owns PGA. I mean, you know. And, and, and Trump and their partner is Trump. That's so you disturbing. Know, it really is disturbing. I mean, it's, it's, it's seriously disturbing. I mean, it's, it's not like the Japanese buying Pebble Beach or or even buying Sony at the time, you know, <laughs> although, you know, that was pretty heavy too. But, right. but, um, but this is, this is, this is, I mean, this is really bad. I mean, I'm sorry, you know, they, you know, they murdered a Washington, a Washington Post reporter, openly murdered him, you know, uh, which I get a whole theory about, which I'm not gonna get into now, but, but um, um, you know, and 15 of the 19 hijackers on 9-11 were Saudi, you know, and they're just, you know, they're not good people. I mean, what they're doing in Yemen is terrible. Uh, you know, they're not good people. And um, man, you know, the one thing that the people, the bad guys know, and Trump is the leader of the bad guys at this point, they know that money is going gonna, is gonna to beat dignity and integrity every single time, man. Money's going to win, you know? And it just makes you, it makes you feel sick inside, you know, to see these things going away. I mean, CNN, come on. I know. I mean, CNN, you know? Yeah. Uh, they give a town hall to Adolf Hitler? I mean, exactly. What? Exactly. What? what are you doing? You know, what is the matter with you? I mean, these, you know, and they've, and they've been in trouble for a long time, even before the new management completely screwed it up. But, um, They've been, they've been, they've been, you know, they've been kind of going by the old journalistic protocols right through the Trump era. And I'm like, the, the rules have changed, guys. Can't you, can't you understand that? And they can't understand it. They don't understand street level politics. You know, it's all journalistic integrity and we have to have balance, you know, and protocols of you know, balance, you know. And I'm like, balance doesn't mean you balance the truth with lies. That's not what balance me and used to mean. No, you know? no. You know, you know, and, and that's what they think it means. Yeah. You know, we have we have to balance the truth with with these outrageous lies. You know, because that's journalistic integrity in in the 21st century. Yeah. I'm like, oh, oh my God. I mean, the bad guys are winning. Let me tell you. Okay, they're winning. And uh, I mean. We lose CNN, we lose PGA. I mean, what's next, you know? I just, I keep hoping 
when especially like with the last election, how a lot of young people were starting to really mobilize online and get people going. Yeah. It's it's yeah. it gives me hope, but it is incredibly yeah. scary because it isn't like like you said, it's not like just two differing opinions. You're giving a criminal a platform. No, I mean it's 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 terrible. It's terrible. I mean, I'm I'm a I'm a old school independent law and order liberal. Okay, all right. I I don't believe in the party system. Yeah. All right, but uh, you know, these last ten years, whatever, I, I say, well, we all have to be Democrats now because there's only one legitimate party left in America. I mean, we have to mobilize. Fact. Yeah. That's a, yeah. I mean, we all got to get behind the Democratic Party. And if we want to shift it in some way that's a little bit more effective, one would hope, let's spend our energy on that, you know, and, you know, and, and I'm, I, no one's more disgusted with the DNC than me. I mean, I just think they're just, you know, unbelievably incompetent. But, but you know, that's our only, that's our only game in town, man. We got to, you know, we got to help it win, help, help that team win. It's the only thing we got left, you know, so it's a whole different world now. It's a whole different world and we got to, it's, you know, you're on one side or the other. I'm sorry, you know, and uh, and I, you know, and we're, we just we just keep we just keep losing. We're, we're losing, and 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 I and I agree with you 100%. I think this generation coming up, uh, I have a lot of hope in. You know, I met with David Hogg and and in a lot of a lot of those kids. You know, and and man, I I just hope we still have a country by the time they can vote. You know, half of them. You know, because of the, the 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 real exciting kids are. You know, 10, 11, 12, 13 years old, and um, they don't understand prejudice. You know, they don't understand, you know, why there's a hole in the sky. I mean, why, why, why would you be against the environment? What, 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 what you know, we yeah. don't, they don't get that. You know, <laughs> they don't get that stuff, you know, <laughs> you know, um, or prejudice against black people or immigrants or gay people or trans, you know, they don't get that stuff. You know, no. they're like, what are you talking about? You know, so I agree with you. There's, there's real hope. You know, if we can keep the country, uh, you know, afloat until they can vote, we may have a we may have a shot at turning things around. But man, um, you know, waiting for this age of Aquarius to kick in, man, I'm getting kind of impatient. You know, <laughs> I mean, you know, I'm like, you know, I believe those guys in hair. You know, in, in 1969, the dawning of the age of Aquarius. Yeah, okay, you know, well, you know. Let's make it. Come on, let's go. <laughs> I know. <laughs> well, they do say that the age of Aquarius is a time of great change, but it's also with that change comes great turmoil because change doesn't happen when we're comfortable. Yeah, you're gonna fight the good fight, but I, I to- and I totally hear what you're saying because I know I was like, let's. Enough, What's going on? <laughs> enough turmoil already okay we got we got it okay we got the suffering the turmoil we got it you know can we now you know have some good news please you know mm. just a little bit of good news i know somewhere. i, I mean, know oh god you know i mean it's just it's just you know just in the last month right we lose cnn and the pga i mean i mean you know the institutions have been doing badly uh for decades, okay, but we, you know, we can't afford to keep losing these institutions. We're not going to have much left, and um, it's really disturbing, really disturbing. But anyway, but we, uh, but we're trying to do what we can do to to, to make people a little bit happier. You know, we're, we're on the road, you know, with a really good message in the the tour we're doing right now. 
which is combining mortality, the, the consciousness of mortality with the reality of vitality, mm -hmm. you know? Um, yes, we should be conscious of living every day to the utmost because we are, you know, we all have to face mortality, but we're not going quietly. We are not, you know, we are not going to uh, give up uh, and just sort of, you know, drift off, you know, in, in, into the distance. We're gonna, we're gonna fight to the very end, and and that's what that's what this tour is all about with the E Street Band, and um, you know, and, and everything we do, everything we do, you know, we, we're trying to do things to encourage life, encourage connections, encourage unity, you know, wherever we can, encourage common ground encourage expansion of consciousness but at the same time do it wisely because we don't need people in a coma man we need we need the energy we need energy focused and we need energy uh uh to be to continue to be um reinforced and and uh, re, you know that re-energizing uh, is something that we need to work on every day because all the forces are against it I we know. Have to, you know we have to be really conscious of it right now i mean we, you know it's closing in, man. The walls are closing in. The world's getting smaller, you know? People are I mean, getting tired. And and what you're doing, what you and the band are doing is really getting people energized and hopeful because these past three years have just been so much. And it's it's amazing to think that the idea of kindness is radical. Yeah, yeah, it it is. It became unfashionable, you know? Uh, and... Uh, that's got to change. You know, we, we can't succumb to this, to, you know, these people whose only identity is, is hate. Yeah. You know, that's all they have. Yeah. You that's know? it. They have to put things down. They have, I mean, look at the Republican agenda. I mean, uh, the last Republican, uh, uh, plank, you know, the, you know, the, uh, the convention, they had no agenda, you know, they, they had no platform. No, there was no Republican platform, which no. is exactly what they intend to do for the American people that was, that had all their good intentions summed up that, that they that they intend to implement if, if they take over the government. OK, and what was that? Nothing. There was no platform. OK, and I mean, they're blatant about it. They're not trying to hide it. No, you know, they're like, they're not. we have no intention of helping you working class. We have none. But know. still, these people vote for them who would never yeah. be invited to dinner or allowed on their front lawns. It's like, what are you missing? Yeah. But like like my, my father-in-law will say, you know, he explained the Republicans in, in this way and, and excuse my, my cursing, but he says, hooray for me and fuck you, is what he says about, you know, the, how the Republicans are. That's a good way to sum it up. <laughs> your, your father's totally right. And I mean, it just... Uh, I mean, we know who's voting for them. We yeah. know. I mean, uh, unfortunately, with 75 million of them, which really makes you want to, you know, make sure you renew your passport because, I mean, wow, 75 million people voted for Trump. Yeah. I mean, we know what they represent, okay? They represent blatant racism, okay? Blatantly. They, they represent uh, blatant Christian extremism, and um, and then then you know the richest of the rich not wanting to share any of their money, that's it. Right. That's the three things the Republican Party represents. Okay. You know, uh, and unfortunately, seventy-five million people agree with that. Okay. That's what's horrifying. 
you know? Yeah, I that's do. Why, you know, I'm, that's why I'm just like, I'm not, people are always asking, you know, why aren't you pissed off at the Republicans? Aren't you pissed off at Trump? Aren't you pissed off at this one, that one, you know? Uh, and I'm like, no, I'm pissed off with the Democrats and, and, and this incredible, cowardly, incompetent, you know, named Merrick Garland who refuses to arrest the bad guys. That's who I'm pissed off about. You know, the incompetence of the DNC, you know, who they, you know, they, they, they want to canonize Jamie Harrison for only losing the House by five votes. I mean, what? That this is this is great because you know Obama lost it by sixty, this one lost by fifty. Well, he only lost by five. I'm like, yeah. And uh, and Mrs. Lincoln, what are you so upset about? It was only a small caliber pistol, right? Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, I I'm, do. I'm like, what? <laughs> you, you know, this is a hero because he only lost the house. But I said, look at who he lost the house to. He lost the house that he's. QAnon people who believe Democrats eat babies. We play too nice. Literally. Yeah. Literally. Literally. Okay. You know, they're lunatics. Uh, you know, I mean, what? So, you know, I'm pissed off at, at, at the good guys being incompetent. You know, not the bad guys. The bad guys, are, you know, they just do what they, they, they do. Yeah. Bad guys do bad things. You know, what are you getting mad at them for? That's what they do. Right, you know? right. Expect you a know? scorpion not to sting? That's just That's what happens. Exactly, exactly right. That's what they do. That's all they know how to do. Yeah. They don't know how to think. They don't know how to do anything positive. All they know how to do is say, hate, let's, you know, Let's 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 you know. Let's make sure people are fighting with each other, so they don't think about the government. You know, and I mean, I, and I and I I did two world tours before the East Street tour with my disciples of Saul, and I saw it all over the world, man, all over the world. Everybody is disappointed. Yeah. Everybody is disappointed with their lives, because frankly, the the, the capitalist system, the way it's structured right now, is not working. No, it's not working. It's in okay? the interest okay? of very few wealthy people that we are all divided because if we realized our commonalities the world would be a much different place that's it that's it and and you see it but you see it worldwide now you know yeah uh, either extreme either fascism or religious extremism one or the other all over the place man. i look at it I'm as like, the same wow. thing you know because yeah, yeah, yeah. when you're, yeah. you're getting into it like i, I you know i have i have uh, uh, some family members that i mean that's that's a scary thing like when you've got family members who've gone to the dark side and you're like i can't i can't be a part of this and then you oh. have other family members are like well you know they're they go to their very religious church or whatever i'm like okay so let's talk about that that's not a church that's a fascist hate group and if christ mm -hmm. came back today they would mm -hmm. knock him off uh, definitely, definitely, you know, forget it, you know, but I bet, but you know, so, so you, you, you see the whole world disappointed with their lives because they're working twice as hard for less, right. For right. getting less back. Right. Right. The whole world. Right. I'm not kidding. Oh yeah. Everywhere you go, I believe right? it. Working twice as hard, you know, and getting less back. So they're all disappointed. And what happens? The demagogues come along. And they say, I know you're disappointed. Okay. And guess what? It's not your fault. It's the black guy's fault. You know, it's the immigrants fault. It's the refugees fault. It's the other religious guys fault. Oh, mm -hmm. and that makes everybody say, Oh, great. It's They're the already... woke's fault. Uh, well, yeah, it's the yeah. woke guy. 
know? Yeah. And, you know, everybody's ready to say, oh, well, thank you. I'm glad it's not my responsibility. <laughs> you know, It's all it's of our responsibility. Oh, hey, I'm in. I'm in for that, man. Let's yeah. vote again. Let's vote for you. You know, Mr. Mussolini, you know, like the mango Mussolini in Florida, you know? <sighs> you know, I mean, you know, I mean, it's something, you know, DeSantis. I mean, it's just like, you know, uh, and and I hope he gets arrested for kidnapping. You know, we'll we'll see where that goes. But but uh, that's what should be happening. Okay, you know, these guys are guilty of crimes. Arrest them already. Okay, mm-hmm. Mr. Top Cop in America. Mm-hmm. Okay, what the hell is wrong with you? You know, I mean, he should be more pissed off than anybody. They they screwed him out of a out of a Supreme Court justice job. You know, I keep hoping was, that it's a long game for him and that he's like being quiet so he'll nail him. It's going to be long right into the next damn election, man. Oh, God, Steve. Okay, that's how long not. the game's going to go. And guess who wins that game? <laughs> you know, the bad guys are going to win. So, um, you know, it's terrible. It's terrible. But but we, you know, we just got to keep fighting and, and, and making people aware that, that, you know, these bad guys are not in it for you. You know, they're in it for themselves. And, uh, you know, we'll see. We'll see where things go. But it's just, a, you know, we are, our whole country is, we need a holistic change here. Mm-hmm. That's why, you know, the age of Aquarius needs to kick in. And these 13-year-olds need to, like, you know, be able to vote. Yeah, you know, like yeah. That, that, that movie, that was a Wilder in the Streets. What was it? You know, where they, where they changed the voting age to 13. Oh, I didn't see that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, it's a classic movie. <laughs> I'm gonna have to check it out. But I mean, on, on yeah. you know, on the on the good side, with legalization, we are getting people out of jail. There are still people there, though. So I mean, listeners out there, it is not a done deal. We still need to be active in getting people out, because it it goes along with the saying of like you know, I mean, just because at one time it was illegal didn't mean it was wrong. It was done by design to control people. And now we need to get them out and we need to make up for the lost time. They've lost their lives. Absolutely, Absolutely right. Absolutely. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, you know, people in jail for selling marijuana. I mean, come on, you know, really, this is, this is where, this is where law enforcement should be, you know? And I mean, uh, you know, the police have much bigger, bigger issues to deal with, you know? They sure do. uh, We need to deal with with them, you know? Yeah, yeah, it's essential. I mean, we have that, we have... You know, more when we're looking on the medical side, because I'm actually I'm the chair of the medicinal subcommittee for California. And we're talking about, you know, how do we create safe access? Because it's not covered by insurance. But when people want to use something instead of drugs that might have harmful side effects, working with their doctor, of course, they should be able to have the opportunity to do it and have access to safe medicine. Totally. Who's against that? You know? Ooh, you know, it's about taxation. Gotta... Well, you know, it's about and, and the, the fact of the matter is we can have conscious, compassionate capitalism. People can make money and help their communities. We've we've totally. seen small models of that happen. We could expand totally. that. And totally it's right. We have an opportunity with legalization, with cannabis. It's kind of that macro micro thing where we look at that. We look at, you know, the fact of like, why are things, you know, illegal? You know, what is it serving? Who is it serving? Um, you know, right. critical thought. I mean, where the hell has that gone? 
Forget it. All, all, all it's serving is, you know, religious extremists and criminals. And of course, the most insane thing ever, which is the privatization of the prison system. Yeah. I mean, what? Who came up with that one? Yeah. Hey, let's make crime profitable. Okay, you know, mm-hmm. what a good idea. <laughs> you know? And those corporations I mean, are people? I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that, yeah, yeah, well, this goes back to the, the, the big issue. By the end of the 80s, I had politics reduced to one single issue, which is reversing Buckley Vallejo, which is the worst Supreme Court decision in history, in my opinion, in 1975, which, um, um, which gave the, the strength to Citizens United and everything else that came after. But Buckley Vallejo said the, the spending of money is protected by free speech, you know, basically, you know. It's the worst, in my opinion, the worst Supreme Court decision ever. And until that's reversed, you know, we're never going to have any quality of life or any real democracy in this country because, you know, we live in a corporatocracy, you know, and becoming a theocracy. Uh, and, 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 you know, basically, um, when someone says the spending of money is free speech, someone should have said, well, that means if you don't have money, you don't get to talk, right? Because that's what that means. Right. That's right. exactly what that means. That's not an interpretation. No. That's what that means. No. You know? And, uh, you know, so until Buckley Vallejo is reversed, we don't, you know, we're going to have problems in this country forever in that regard. You seem to have a really good grasp on the fact that control is about money, especially like I was just rewatching um, the video that you did, I'm Not Going to Play Sun City. And, and just that whole project was really, I mean, you know, with apartheid, I, I just remember thinking like that really activated me at that time because I had an, a kind of an understanding of what apartheid was. Mm. But your work with that really got me to look at like, what is this and how is it affecting people? Because it's so far away from us, but it's not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's the thing. And, and, we, and, we, and we brought that home, you know. We said, even in the documentary, that, you know, hopefully this will help us reflect on our own racism at home. Yeah. You know, uh, because we were only, uh, you know, what, uh, 20 years ahead of them, you know, our you know, Civil Rights Act 64, yeah. Voting Rights 65, Housing Act 68. I mean, you know, so we weren't that far ahead of South Africa, you know. Uh, but, yeah, we it was about money, as you suggest, and we knew. And we got to, you know, if the banks cut them off, they're going to have to uh, let Mandela out of jail. Yeah. And so our whole focus was on that. And we knew that Reagan, when the legislation crossed Reagan's desk, we knew he would veto it. Mm-hmm. He, of course, supports fascism, of course. Yep. Uh, and, and, and slavery. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and um, so our, our, whole, our whole mission was to raise the consciousness of the American people to the point where we could override that veto. And we did. And we did. And we overrode that veto with Republican votes. People should remember that. Okay? You know, because that's how different the Republican Party was then. They were fighting to allow black people in South Africa to have the ability to vote. And now they're doing everything possible to stop American black people from voting. You know, uh, how That's proud they must be. Yeah. yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a whole different thing. It's not like how it was in the past where, you know, it was more about being fisc. Well, I, I'll say fiscally conservative. Um, 
but that was kind of what they stood on before and now it's just well it's it's a shit show my, my father was a goldwater republican okay so i grew up knowing the fundamental philosophy of conservatism okay yeah. which was mind your own business yeah okay that's what that was okay now they took it to the extreme mm-hmm. you know and me and my father didn't agree about anything you know but but um you know but that's what that meant i mean right. uh, that, that didn't mean you go into people's bedrooms and decide what's legal you know yeah <laughs> you know well you know it's mind your own business you know i mean everything people did on their own privacy in their own homes you know was a conservative part of the philosophy they would you know they were legalized drugs they were legalized sex they were legalized everything uh, but you know unfortunately they were their emphasis was on states rights you know which is still the biggest problem uh, to this day you know and that's the one conservative thing that continues that's, yeah. about, that's about all that's left of the original conservative philosophy the states rights and of course if states' rights had 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 uh, succeeded, you know, we'd still have slavery, obviously. You know, so it's it's one it's 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 the one bad thing which, I have to be honest, I, I didn't I never appreciated it at all until Trump was president. You know, and then I was like, oh, that's what states' rights are about. You know, <laughs> now I, I kind of get it. <laughs> you know, yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> I'm so glad I have that protection, you know, of a state, you know, against this, you know, unbelievable fascist, you know, swine that's now running the country somehow. So, you know, but but in truth, uh, states' rights needs to go, you know, along with the Second Amendment and two other mistakes our founders made. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, it, it really makes me appreciate living in California. Um, I, I, especially in the Bay Area, because it's, it's a little bubble, but it also reminds me that we need to activate in other areas and support people and really get this going and create more momentum. Because like you said, if we don't, we are going to lose this. We're losing it. We are losing. I mean, you know, there's 500 pieces of legislation that it's anti-gay, anti-trans running around in the country right now. Yeah. 500 of legislation you know i mean it's just like you know we're going so backwards it's ridiculous it's dehumanizing you know yeah it is and i and and, you know and i I hope gavin newsom you know he's the one talking about going after DeSantis, you know for for kidnapping and i hope he i hope he follows through with that i hope hope he does too uh, you know and, and and i hope if DeSantis comes to california to uh campaign i hope they arrest him you know I hope they arrest him and put him in jail. That would be the most beautiful thing. It would make my whole year. You know? Me too. Me too. I feel like if, if people could take what Gavin's doing and, and run with it, I feel like he's what we need to be looking at as far as how we're reacting to the dirty deeds that the Republicans yeah. are doing because he's not yeah. being passive about it. He's calling him out right. on it. He's using his money to go to other states. And I'm like, that's what a leader does. That's right. That's right. Let's make him attorney general, please. You know, at least. At least. At the very least. I I have a a couple of of listeners' questions for you. Because I put it out because, of course, you know, my listeners are so excited to know that you're going to be on the podcast. Um, And one of them is actually, and we got a lot, so I only grabbed a couple. But one is from a, a good friend of ours, Rita, who is from New Jersey. And... She's actually, 
<laughs> sure, her best friend, Donna Hansen, dated your good friend, Tom Besh, back in the day. Wow. Yeah. I remember her. Oh, you remember? Yeah. Rita's awesome. I just flashed on her. Did you? Blonde? Yep. Yeah. I, be I believe so. I believe so. Because her... Yeah. I because we're all wow. older now. <laughs> so I, don't I can't remember what I had for breakfast yesterday, but I just... You remember just Rita? My, my friend's girlfriend. Oh, your friend's no, girlfriend. Donna, oh, Donna. Donna. See, I've never met Donna, so I don't know if Donna's blonde or not. But Rita asks you, asks wow. about your teenage past as a Slurpee tosser. My what? Your teenage past as a Slurpee tosser. So I don't know what that was, but it was too good to not ask you. Were you throwing what Slurpees? What were you? <laughs> no, not that I know of. Not that I can remember. <laughs> I don't remember even drinking a Slurpee. I don't even remember buying a Slurpee. They were horrible. Uh, <laughs> they um, are they're, horrible. <laughs> are they still, they still around? They're still around, though. I don't partake. <laughs> wow, that, that product has really uh, survived. Um, they were like full with ice, you know, which froze up your, you know, your yeah. throat and I, I hate that feeling. Uh, so I, I don't remember even, you know, drinking them or, or buying them, you know, you know, other than maybe once, you know, just to try it out. But no, I don't remember. I, and I don't remember throwing it, but I hope I threw it at somebody who deserved it. I, you know, I, you know, I, don't, I, don't, I, you know, I don't mind. Mm -hmm. I don't mind being guilty of that, but, but I, I don't remember it. Sorry. <laughs> hey, you answered the question. That's what counts. And then the second question is from one of our listeners who asked, do you think Silvio would use cannabis? <laughs> no, but he'd certainly be selling it. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, no, he'd be, he'd be too old school, you know. He's really uh, an old school guy. Uh, I mean, uh, you know, he, he romanticized about the '30s and '40s and '50s, and you know, had a had a romantic sort of version in his head of, of what the mob was. You know, before they all started ratting out each, everybody. You know, so so no, he would he would have been uh, he would have been uh, too old school to to use it. Yeah. And then and finally. I know we've gotten into some really deep stuff and, and I have been loving it. What are you hopeful for? What are you excited about in the future? Cause we've got a lot of heavy stuff going on, but we all, with mm. the, with the heaviness helps us see the light too. Yeah, I know. I know everything we do has an element of hope in it, you know, and, and we, we really do make an uh, emphasize that uh, along with the reality, you know, we, 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 you know, we, we're always dealing with reality, but with an element of hope in it, um it's tough uh frankly it's really tough right now but uh I, I think i have hope for the next generation coming up i really do um uh I, um we gotta just keep organizing and and fight it the way we we have been fighting it but a little bit more effectively than we have been you know and i'm just i'm just hoping that, i mean i just i you know what I tweet every day, you know, is where are the tough good guys? Please, where are the tough good guys? Yeah, that's what we need. Okay, yeah. you know, where you know, and Gavin Newsom, you know, uh, is is now 
taking that role on. Okay, and, he, and he's one of the very, very, very few. Yeah. You know, but we need a lot more of that. A lot more of that. We're the tough, good guys because we need them. We need them. I mean, we're we're losing. We're losing the war. All right, and I, I'm sorry to have to say that, but you know, when you lose one of the two networks, okay, one of there's only two, you know, reasonable, sensible networks, and we just lost one. Yeah. You know, now we're down to one. We're down to one political party. Okay. Um, you know, can't watch golf anymore. Nope. Nope. <laughs> you know, you know, not even to nap not, because that's what I do when know. I watch it on TV. <laughs> and, and what's next? You know, gonna, he's gonna, is he going to buy the NFL next? Yeah. Don't put it past him. No. Is he going to buy? Is he going to buy baseball next? You know, because uh, money wins. Okay, I mean that's America's true religion is money. Yeah. You know, and man, uh, in the past we had something that was balancing out that you know no matter how greedy you know we got as a as a society there was always some integrity and some dignity backing it up you know and um but man you know it's hard to find these days it's just hard to find it's too hard to find so i don't know i'm i'm you know all i can say is um we just got to keep keep doing what we're doing and, and use what tools we have left while we still have them as they try to stop everybody from voting they're doing everything they can to stop voting, but we have to organize around, you know, around the uh, the various uh, tricks and, and, and illegalities that they're, you know, that, that they that they're doing, um, um, and and just kind of fight 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 them and uh, every way we can, and not give up because uh, if we give up, you know, those of you who have kids, grandkids. Uh, what they're going to inherit is going to be uh, just horrendous. I mean, we're, we're we're already in a lot of trouble. It's a whole other subject with this AI stuff and the and the and the dark, the dark uh, whatever it's called, the dark fraud thing, where you could have a person looking like that person saying something else. Oh you know? yeah, um, no. yeah. I know what you're. Uh, you're deep fakes. Uh, deep fakes. Yeah. Deep fakes. Yeah. So, I mean, this should be made illegal right now. Okay? But it will not be made illegal because the social media is going to make money from it. Right, right. Well, again, money, money will win. Okay. Yeah. And we're going to have someday. We're going to have some politician. You know, we're going to have Joe Biden saying, "Hey, I'm going to attack Russia tomorrow," or whatever it may be. And you know, and, and there's going to be a problem. You know, <laughs> some so there's going to be eventually there's going to be a problem in, in in addition to the putting lies in the mouths of people. You know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, you know, it's it's one of them things that we're heading into a whole nother realm of problems, you know. So we just got to keep fighting it, and and hopefully um, we can organ out organize them. That's all we can do is outwork them, keep the energy flowing, you know, and 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 stay positive and and, and stay unified. That's the important thing, you know. The good guys got to stay unified because that's how the bad guys win. It's divide and conquer, you know. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I I I totally agree with you. Um, a friend of ours, Roger McNamee, has been out there really talking about the truth about AI and that more can be done and that we need to, you know, really be careful. And I just I so appreciate people like you and him who have platforms that are shining your light 
to really get people activated because it's so important. We need to have all hands on deck and anyone who has a platform that can create change that's doing it. Like I just, it's got to happen. Yeah. And, and by the way, it needs to start locally at your local school board. Yes. Go to your local school board meetings because that's where the fascists are taking over yep. right now. They have an absolute, very successful plan going on to take over the school board. So that's where it's going to begin. It's going to begin in the education of your, of your, of your six-year-old. Mm-hmm. You know? And, and that's, this is happening right now. Yeah, and that's right where now. people leap to positions in local government and so forth. It starts with the school boards. Yep. And uh, don't don't wait around just to you know, and vote uh, for president, you know, or senator or congressman. You know, you know all that's important, of course. But no, it's got to be start local at your local school board. Go to those meetings, yeah. and and defend the fact that we need to teach real history. Mm-hmm. You know, we can't we can't lie about our history, and we can't you know be you know show prejudice, and and, and you know, uh, we, we need to teach equality and democracy and the things that this country was founded on you know, more or less, <laughs> um, you know, but the things that have, have, have become our identity anyway, which is democracy and equality and freedom that needs to be taught and protected in our, in, in the schools. And, and it's, and it's not, they're, they're, they're burning books. What more do you need? Okay. You know, it's Nazis burning books. That's what they're doing. And read you those know? books, read those books they're burning. There's a, there's a reason for it. There's a there's a reason that that's happening. We need to, you know, we need to embrace our commonalities and celebrate our differences that make us beautiful and unique. Because it's not, you know, it, you can't you can't say that you're colorblind. We are all different, and there's something very beautiful about that. Hell yeah, it's wonderful. It's yeah. wonderful. You know, and, and that's the thing. You know, this other, you know, the other, the other, the other is the enemy. That, that That's just got to be stopped. It's the other enriches. At a young age, before they start to uh, really uh, poison everybody's minds. You know? Yeah, absolutely. If people want to to follow you and see what you're doing, what are the best ways to do that? I don't know what we got going these days. I mean, I'm I know you got a Twitter. lot on social media going on. I, 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 I get yeah. I, I've had to calm down because um, you know I, I'm not doing I'm not being so political on Twitter anymore because I, I frankly I just you know I, my my life being threatened went from you know daily to like hourly to every minute uh, you know and you know my life's been threatened my whole life but but now you know you kind of kind of take it a little bit more seriously when a kid rings the wrong doorbell and gets shot yeah. when a guy pulls into the wrong driveway and gets shot when a cheerleader opens the wrong door and gets shot, you know, uh, it's obvious now that the gun thing has gone to some new level of, if you have a gun, you want to use it. You know, that's what's going on. Okay. It's, 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 it's some new level of, of just, uh, crazy pants, you know? Yeah. So, so, you know, I didn't want to, you know, I got, I didn't want to endanger my, my band members or my you know family or you know so i had, I had to kind of stop most most politics on twitter unfortunately but but um yeah follow me follow steve schmidt you know follow people that you know really are telling the truth um and uh, i i still have a website it's probably little i think 
Uh, I believe it is. Off. Yeah. Off. Yeah, and I'll and I'll put all that on the on the post when when we go live. So we'll have all of that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Check with the check with somebody because I don't, I don't I don't know you know I don't follow that stuff too much. But but um, yeah, and uh, that's it. Yeah, we got the, you know we got the apothecary over there in the Hard Rock, and we got the bazaar now in uh, Massachusetts and Maine and Rhode Island coming, and, and, and uh, so you know. Uh, we're, we're, you can reach me. You can reach me so, somehow. Yeah. Thank you so much, and and just thank you for spending time with me today. It's it's been a pleasure, and it's and thank you for for just always standing up. Really. Well, it's too late. It's too late to change now. <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> anyway, it's good talking to you, Sarah. Good, you know. Keep on, keep on doing uh, your good work. Thank you. And everyone remember, Planted is twice a month. And if you like listening, please give us a review, share it with a friend, let us know what your favorite episodes are. And if you'd like to stay in touch over social media, we are Planted with Sarah Pion on Facebook and Planted with Sarah on Instagram and Twitter. You can also go to our website, www.plantedwithsarah.com or listen to us on our parent network, Radio Misfits Network, where there are other great podcasts like one of my favorites, the Winemakers Podcast. So check it out. You can listen to Planted wherever you listen to your favorite podcast, whether that's Pandora, Spotify, Amazon, Google, Apple, Stitcher, tune in. We are there. So join us. And until next time, stay curious, stay safe. And remember, it's a wild world out there. Be good to one another. Until next time, take care. <laughs>